Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Peter, obviously a uh, tough year for a lot of guys on your team. Milan Lucic was maybe the, the poster boy for that. It's a lot of money and a lot of years left on his deal. What does he have to do to live up to the contract, and what's your confidence level he can do that? First, I'm confident that he can get back to where the expectations lie for him. Where are those expectations? Uh, he's got he's to obviously produce more. Um, I actually liked his skating this year. He put a lot of work in in the summer for his skating. Um, he, he didn't, you know, he, there was a lot of areas of his game that, that, that were subpar um, finishing uh, for a large part, uh, his defensive zone play. Um, but he's, you know, he's he's still young in the big picture. Uh, he's of tremendous character, and he's. Uh, I know the work he's put in before in summers, and we talked specifically about where he has to improve, uh, where his game has to be with uh, as as the overall NHL game progresses and advances, and and he's committed to doing it. I've seen that commitment before, and I would expect it again. Peter, and and how you've build the team in, in three years what has to change moving forward now obviously i don't think you're happy with the results in, in two of those three years so what has to change from a management focus or approach moving forward to get this team back in the playoffs well we have to we have to play at a higher pace and that pace isn't necessarily speed um i think you've heard us talk about that before thinking more quickly moving the puck through all three zones more quickly um you know, you, you start at some point in on the rink, whether it's breaking out, whether it's uh, re- recovering in the neutral zone, whether it's how you attack in the in the offensive zone, how you how you manage odd man rushes. It's it's across the spectrum. Now, is that a personnel issue a little bit? So, as a manager, I have to look at that. I have to see where. Uh, where we're going with with our personnel um i've always said i'd like you know i think our speed starts at the back end and and getting the puck up through the zones quickly um that's it's that's not putting all the onus on the defense but i that's part of it and so that's an area where we'll have to tweak we've got we've got some young forwards that will challenge that are that have some speed um so so as so one, uh, from the broader perspective, we have to look at team speed a little bit. I, I'm a firm believer in, 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 in you thinking more... And this isn't an, an excuse not to get faster players, but you think and you execute more quickly and, and you become a faster team. We weren't a slow team last year, so I think a lot of it is mental too. But as a manager, from a personnel perspective, we have to look at it. Um, so then, so then, personnel aside, you have to look at how you play the game, and so we have to break the puck out better. I, 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 generally, I wasn't happy with our execution this year, and and that starts with passing, and so that has to be better and 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 support. I don't think we we supported well, and and I can dive a little deeper into why we didn't, um, and and that may be a question later on, but. Uh, without support on the breakout, without support on the neutral zone forecheck, without support on the cycle game, um, you're, you're you're not playing a fast game. Like you're, you're there's individual performances. That's what it looks like, and 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 that's what I saw a lot. So so how you play, 
and from the personnel perspective, we got to take a deep dive. Peter, uh, overall special teams was a big issue for the club this season, but how did, how did you assess the job that the coaching staff did, not only with that, but just overall this year? So uh, you just assess the coaching staff? Is that, yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know when you look at special teams, you automatically think of coaching, or at least a lot of people think of coaching. Um, a lot of that is execution. We, we, we didn't have success on the special teams this year. We are, are from where we were last year. Um, our, our, our PK rebounded a bit. Um, we made some tweaks in middle of January. We, we, we started getting defending better uh, on the PK, a little more aggressive. Um, it, and it, and it, um, it rebounded. Um, our PP was disappointing this year, and and there were some personnel tweaks there that that uh, whether there were injuries, whether there was um, uh, subpar performances, uh, whether there was just different personnel, um, and that was so that was disappointing. Um, on the whole, it was a challenge for our coaches this year, and challenge you've heard it before about the expectations coming in challenge from um how how you were to manage that in game how you're to manage that game to game um and what happens is things start to go south a little bit and it's hard to pull them back and uh that becomes a challenge for the coaches because a challenge for the manager um we're like you know you know Specifically on the coaches, specifically on me, like this comes from the top down. We're we're all under evaluation. Um, we're, uh, I think Todd is a very good coach, but we're in a period of evaluation right now with him and his staff. I'm in a period of evaluation right now that certainly we didn't perform the way we were expected. Um, I, I did I did see some progress. I did see some malleability with the coaches uh, as we were in these little crises and we tried to work through them which is a promising sign that you can see that they can try and work through them um, but you know the, the, I guess the major takeaway on the coaches is that they we are all under evaluation. Peter your three best forwards are Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl and McDavid they're all centers uh, how did it get to the point where you really don't have any wingers per se who can help on the in the top six? I, I, I think we have wingers. I mean, I think our scoring was actually more than adequate this year. Um, so I disagree with you on that, Jim. I know the storyline. I know the backstory, um, and I'll address that. Um, you know, I think centers are more important. I think wingers are easier to find, and centers are more important. They they carry a larger responsibility in the game. They're generally more creative and make plays. Um, I've been part of teams with strong centers, and and that's what this is, and that's what we're trying to build around. Um, the the lack of performance from the wingers is a concern. Uh, does that mean they're not good enough? Maybe. Um, I think uh, the number of line combinations, and this isn't throwing it on the coaches, but the number of line combinations, a function of us not doing well, I think that has something to do with it. Um, I think what you have is you got young players too, uh, and they're all centers that are, are that are finding their way within the you know the higher strata of 
of players, and I think that's part of it too. We've, you know, we when you look back, we've basically lost through our doings three or four or possibly five veteran forwards from last year to this year. So I think when I say finding our way, these players are finding their way, not so much as playing, but also having those responsibilities in that, in that higher level of, of player. So um, we could do a better job finding a winger or two. It's certainly on the to-do list, but um, you know, I, I think I think our wingers, um, you know, they're obviously not good enough as a whole when you look at our, our when you look at our performance this year. But I, I don't think you should just pin it on the wingers. To what extent did uh, player performance uh, negatively impact um, the management team, and to what extent did uh, the management team performance uh, negatively impact the players this year? Um, well, the, I, I'm certainly trying to be accountable here, but you know the the, the players. I mean, I I think I think maybe a, but for two or three, I think the players uh, as a as a group, um, they were their performances were subpar. Uh, I'm not saying my performance was above par, but. Um, I guess I guess below, well, whatever you want to, analogy you want to use, but um, I think both played a part, Terry. Um, you know, if you want, like, if you want to dissect the player personnel moves, um, you know, we, as I said, there's a number of players, veteran players that we didn't bring back or traded. Um, that was born out of necessity. Um, could we have done a better job in replacing those players? Maybe. Did we overproject on a couple of young guys? Maybe early on we did, um, and you know, part of the part of what we're trying to accomplish here is is getting getting this getting each group of age group of players to to progress and to and whether it's the earlier really top end players to inherit not just more responsibility playing but more responsibility leading, whether it's those group of 94s get them to take the next step so that, that, that we have a real good gradual uh, churn that'll take place and, and, it, and it's hard. So that was, that, that was as a management perspective, that is in part what we were trying to do. And, you know, when you talk about the underperformance of wingers, there's some young wingers you're talking about, whether it's Jesse or the 94s. Like, so we're, we're trying to do that. Sometimes it's a little bit forcing it, but that's kind of part of the overall plan that we're trying to accomplish here and, and that plays a part of it. Peter, uh, Cam Talbot's had two straight years of 65 plus wins. This team travels a lot. Uh, does the organization look or need to look going outside of what you currently have to maybe ease the workload for Cam moving forward? Um, that's a good question, Bob, and, and we will. And I know we have uh, contracted goalies for next year, Cam and and, and Al Montoya, but it's certainly that's closer near the top of the list of things to look at, um, and it's something that we'll have to look at closely because there are rigors of the travel schedule. There are rigors of playing a lot of games. You said 65 wins. Uh, I would hope <laughs> we would have 65 wins a year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that that's one of the things we got to look at. Then um, um, it certainly you want to uh, you. you I, I would hope that Cam is our goalie going forward, like beyond next year contractually. He goes to next year, so we have to we have to put him in a position to succeed too, and we have to manage that better. And I've talked to Todd and the staff about managing that better. Managing it better means maybe you need a better alternative too. I'm not throwing Al under the bus. I thought he did a good job when we got him. And then we needed to upgrade that position. So, yes, good question. You said that you and the coaches were under evaluation. Who, who's going to be doing the evaluation? And can we say with any certainty right now who will be back for next season? And after a season like you just had, does, uh, is some change warranted? Um, your, sorry, your first question, who is doing the evaluation? I, I'm doing the evaluation of the coaches. Um, you know what? After this season, you know, you would think uh, they're under close scrutinization, and you know, I have to look real close at it, and I have to, I have to dig deep, and you know, I can't say with certainty. Like you, you know, on its, on the surface, you'd think yes, I have to make some changes. So I, I'll leave it at that, and 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 I want to make sure that we look at every facet of of the coaching staff, and I have to look at. Um, you know, obviously I have to look at the special teams. I have to look at the personnel that they were given. I have to look at how they handled, you know, adversity throughout the year as far as system changes if, or personnel changes. So I got to, I got to dig deep. Peter, one element of this team, it's, and it's hard to find, but a, a puck moving right shot defenseman, obviously they're hard to find. You haven't been able to find one who's an effective one yet. You know, Ethan Bear's a young player, but is that priority number one? You talk about needing to move the puck. Like, you've got four lefties, but when the, one of them has to play the right side, all the numbers in the eye test show that their their play drops on that side. Do you need to find a right shot defenseman who can move the puck this summer? Uh, that, like, is that a need? Yes, it's a need. That type of that type of defenseman is a need. Would we like a righty, a perfect righty-lefty paradigm? Yes. It doesn't mean that we got to rule out a, a left-shot puck-moving defenseman. I'd love the I'd love the righty-lefty paradigm. I would like that to get equal on each side and 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 to be compatible partners also. So, it, it's an area where we have to we have to fill a gap. Peter, do you feel that this offseason the tweaks might be more minor than a lot of people are anticipating? Because when I hear you speak, it sounds to me, and is it possible, that there's a couple of guys who aren't good enough yet and a couple of guys who had slightly off years, but that the guts of the team is actually much closer than the standings would have you think? Well, I think I've said this before and I'll say it again. We're not, we're not going to dismantle this team. Um, we've got... You know we've got areas where we have to fill, and and we've got areas off the ice that we have to look at, um, and you know we've we've there 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 are things that we have to address immediately, and but by no and I, I'm not ruling out a, a trade either, but by no means are we going to dismantle this team. Um, I expect this team to be in the playoffs next year, and and that's what we're going to strive for. Hi, Peter. Just uh, to the back here, to the left. Um, you've sort of discussed wingers, uh, goalie, potentially right shot. D. Is there, um, along with personnel, is there something else maybe mindset-wise you want to see from the players that will be back here next season to kind of get the season going in, you know, in the right way? Well, there was a lot of a, a lot of 
common comments in in our exit meetings about from the players about um, lack of commitment um, on the ice, lack of uh, and, and, uh, maybe that's a nicer way of saying cheating. Um, and and that's that's a very broad broad comment, and it can apply to a lot of areas on the ice. But the players openly said that, so they're they're saying that they have to be better at committing to the system, whether it's our D zone coverage, which I had issues with this year. It's the right system, it's just the wrong execution. Um, there has to be better defensive awareness. And but but what happens is is that it's all linked to the plays and play in other zones, and 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 that requires commitment, whether it's back pressure, whether it's blocking shots, whether it's support support on a forecheck, support on a breakout. All of those things require commitment and focus. And so when you talk about, you know, is there something that they have to think think about or focus on, their, their, their overall commitment has to be bettered. And, and, and they're the first ones to admit it. And, and the eye test, I, the, my eye test is like, yes, I can see it in all these zones. And the numbers support it too. So I, I talked with them on Sunday, the group, and we talked a, a number of things. The home road discrepancy, like if you to look at the PK, um, and and even the, the overall record home versus the road, I, I don't know how to explain it on the PK. Like that's, to me, that's got to be mental. And, and I mean, you can say, hey, the goaltending wasn't good enough at, for a time, or our system wasn't great for a time, but to me, to have that discrepancy is 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 a large part mental. So there has to be better focus, and that's what I said to the guys. I said there has to you have to you know, rest, recover, but get your head in the game. We all like ha I, I posed them the question. You know, we talked about um, the expectations. We talked about eliminating the white noise, which is another way of saying ignore the expectations. We talked about bringing their lunch pail, um, and we did none of those things. And I said like. How, how could we have managed the expectations better? I don't know what the answer to that is because it was first and foremost, and it was it was we, we made sure it was a, a constant theme. So, it, a large part of it's mental. They have to be, you know, they have to be ready to go. Where there's we're going to do certain things too off the ice to get them ready to go. But um, uh, that would be things that we would do. Peter, can you, if you need a or would like a really high-end offensive defenseman, shoots right, shoots left, can you do that without trading Nugent Hopkins or giving up your first-round draft choice? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, Peter, do you want to trade your first round? Would your first round I, I would, be in play? Yeah, that's a, that's a better question that I'll that I'll engage on. At some point, yes. I would I would put that pick and play. It would have to make sense. There's a there's a whole cluster of D that that I that I like, you know. But I also you know that I mean it, it would it would certainly be consistent to what we're trying to do if we look you know again if we win the lottery or if we're in the top three I'd have to rethink that. But we could end up what well, we're nine now we could end up twelve right or so I'd have to look at it. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Peter, one of the uh, hot topics in town was the deployment of Yessa Poliarvi. How would you assess the season for him? And uh, did you see progression in his game? I would. Uh, I, I saw progression, Bob. Um, I think he tailed off at the end. And um, um, what I saw was a much cleaner game. 
and that's something we asked Jesse to do when we sent him down. Um, I saw a real rejuvenated offensive player when we called him up for a large part, a dangerous player. And then I saw a player who lost a lot of confidence um, at the end. And uh, But, you know, when you put it all together, I, I liked what his season brought. Um, and I, I wouldn't, frankly, wouldn't do anything differently. Um, he, he's, he's, a, he's a talented and physical enough to contribute at our level and develop at our level. And, uh, and that's why we brought him up at, uh, when we brought him up. Um, he's got to get better on a number of things, and, and you saw them all. I mean, he's, he can, you know, he can, when he, you don't have confidence, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't hang on to the puck. He doesn't protect it well enough for a man of his size. Uh, he doesn't battle when he, and win the battles that he should for a man of his size. But when he's on, he's a very dangerous player. So we had a good exit interview. Um, he's going to work on his speed. He's a terrific skater, but when he's when his confidence is down, his skating looks a little gangly and off. But he's a terrific skater, and he's going to be a he's going to be a real good player for us. So, so as a whole, yes, I'm satisfied. Um, you know, I know his some of his counterparts are doing better, but this 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 player, this person, um, it's it's about the long term for him when what he's going to become in the long term because. With his package and, and his ability, he's, he's going to be a really good player. Peter, a lot of the, the players admitted they needed to be better, and you've looked at areas of their game that need to be better. How can the organization help support them better? Do you, do you have to reevaluate that and look to say, okay, did we are we doing our best to ensure that our guys are put in the best positions to succeed? Like, is that about personnel, player personnel? Yeah, well, player, per, but maybe off the ice. Just you know, you read so many stories about other teams, and there's so much more to the game than just what you see on the ice, right? Is is the organization doing everything you feel properly to ensure a relatively young group is getting the support they need as much off the ice as on? That's a good question. I I would like to think that we are, Jason. There's a a number of things that we do that that you don't see, and and. It, there's, it's about support, it's about facilities, it's about uh, communication. I guess we can always do better. Like In, in my experience, um, I would say we're probably on par with, with a lot of the teams. So what they do, does that mean we, 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 we can't be better? No, we, we can be better. I mean, there's a whole level of counseling, there's a whole level of uh, kind of extracurricular activities, there's a whole level of... Um, you know, medical uh, things that are available to the families, like like, um, you know, there there are, there are some areas where I think we can improve. Um, we we've got a level of um, sports psychology, but maybe that can be a little better. Um, there's some team building stuff that we didn't do this past year, um, and and I've skipped stuff like that before, and it, and. Sometimes it gets too much when you do the team building stuff. We'll, we'll get it back again. It's kind of the next cycle it gets back, whether that's you know preseason stuff, summer stuff, in-season stuff. We're, we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna use Europe as a as a, as a forum forum for that. So yeah, no, we 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 can be better. Yeah, and it's an areas we're looking at. And uh, certainly, I don't know if we can be better by this facility, but we ha we can leverage it better probably. Uh, Tyratty seemed to, you know, fit in nicely in, in the short stint that was he was here. Why do you think that was? And then I guess the obvious follow-up is, would you like to bring him back next season? He's a very cerebral player. Um, 
and he's he moves the puck well, and I think he, he fit in well. It was also with Nugent Hopkins being up there too. So you have three very cerebral players that recognize the need to move the puck quickly. Um, he uh, he had a he had a pretty good year in uh, Bakersfield. Um, it was a one-dimensional year. We we delayed bringing him up. His his defensive game for the longest time in Bakersfield struggled. Um, we we wanted to have a look at him because we thought at one point he would get into our lineup and 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 he did. Um, uh, yeah, we've, we'd like to have him back, and we've had some discussions, so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, would you definitively say that it's your intention to keep Nugent Hopkins as a member of the core group of this team? Yeah, I would say that. Uh, with Sakura, if you had it to do over again with his injury, would you have another defenseman, a more veteran defenseman? And the other question I have is, did you tell Nugent Hopkins when the season ended at your exit interview, you're a winger now, not a center, and to work on being a winger? Uh First, second part, no, I didn't tell him that. But I didn't tell him he was the opposite either. So, um, you know, I, I've thought about the Sakara stuff. Um, so I mentioned earlier about maybe overprojecting some of our younger guys. That maybe that would apply to uh, Darnell and Matt Benning. Um, uh, yeah, maybe if I had a do-over, I would. I mean, we we looked at that very closely and and consistent with what we were trying to do with our, you know, I talked about the 94s, the young, the younger group. I, I wanted to give them the opportunity. That that might have been an oversight by me. Thank you. That's Oilers GM Peter Shirelli addressing the media at Rogers Place. Brennan Ulrich here back at the 630 Chad studio. We will take a break. When we come back, Bob Stoffer will have live reaction from Rogers Place in the Hall of Fame room. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more Pro-Am Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Pro-Am Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. 